Hello, this is Mark Wiltshire, and thanks for choosing to listen to the Explore Finland radio show. This is the second of a two-part episode where Glenn, the Nordic tourist, and I visit Kalevan Navetta Art and Culture Centre in Seinäjoki. In the first episode, we learned all about the history of Kalevan Navetta from Paivi Alaniska, a project coordinator at Seinäjoki City Cultural Services, and Elena Teiti, who's an art educator and acting exhibition coordinator at the Kunsthalle Seinäjoki. So in this episode, you're going to hear the audio tour of the centre. Paivi and Elena were our expert guides, and you'll hear a change in the uh, sound quality as we move around and you'll hear footsteps as we move between between the rooms. There was nothing faked here. This was all recorded on location as we were going around. So let's uh, let's join Pivy and Elena at the start of our tour. Okay, so now we're starting the tour. Elena, where, where are we now? We are on the first floor of the Art and Culture Centre Kalevan Navetta that opened a year ago. So this first year has been very interesting for us, as well for everybody else, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> and on the first floor, we, we can find the restaurant, Äärellä, and uh, the shop, Taito shop. They sell all kinds of arts and crafts and design stuff. And also the Seinäjoki Artists Association has their art rental shop there, so you can sort of rent art and bring it home. And then that's the workshop area at the other end of the first floor. Tell me a little bit more about the, the workshop area. What 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 is through in that, that space? The uh, Taito Association runs uh, Arts and Crafts School for children there and also other uh, like workshop activities like they have, for example, unemployed people working there, and like it, it's a sort of rehab stuff that's going on. Back to work scheme, something. Yeah, like that. something like that. And they they make different kinds of products that they sell there, and and so forth. And also the Kunsthalle Seinäjoki, where I work, we also use those workshop spaces if we have workshops for kids or or something like that. Is this is this a completely new facility here, or has it moved from somewhere else in the in the town? Well, all of us existed before, but we just came <laughs> came together here, mm. and the building itself it's old, but as an art and culture center, it's completely new. Mm. And there's space for music as well. Uh, the studio, Kammio. It's run by the Children's Culture Center, Lohimo, and uh, the Seinäjoki unit of the uh, University of Arts, Helsinki. And the community college has, has also their workshop space there for metal and woodwork. Ah, so, so through there where you have the arts and crafts, it, there, there's different organizations that are running different, different yes. parts of that. Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah, I did wonder about... Said community college, cancelised office store. Yes. What their what their sort of involvement was here? Yeah, it's they have actually a really good good thing going on here because before this 
workshop space of their own, they were working at schools and using, you know, school facilities and classrooms. And it's not possible to use them during the school hours. So now they can run workshops during the days. And that's that's good for them. And now during the, during the mornings, usually, if you come uh, to work from this lobby area, it's really nice to see this uh, uh, gray-haired retired people doing their woodcrafts in the morning because they usually have the morning slot open. So gives you a really good feeling. Nice to start the day. Yeah, because so, so school children are at school, working people are at work. So retired people can come and use the yeah. facilities yeah. during the daytime. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that's a really good thing. Mm. Uh, something about the the first floor, uh, the lobby we're in, it's kind of like uh, the hub of the house. So uh, basically everyone who comes to um, this building comes through the lobby and we have the restaurant and, and then the title shop uh, downstairs and we do a lot of cooperation uh, together. So uh, basically um, the title shop is also um, selling the tickets to Seinjoki uh, Kunsthalle that is on the second and third floor um, and they're also um, acting as like the... Um, customer service uh, information uh, station of the house um, so yeah that's a really good collaboration and then and then uh, for example the Kunsthalle people they can um, focus on doing their art uh, exhibitions and and uh, other activities instead of selling tickets or or instead of is uh, instead of uh, selling um, coffee to to the people who come visit the exhibitions. Yeah, and this is part of this sort of cooperative atmosphere that's yeah. that's running running through here. Yeah. Um it's it's I think quite important for people to understand when they come here, like where should be the first point of contact. We we came here last year and we had lunch and we sort of wandered around but we weren't sure where exactly mm. we were allowed to go. So maybe during the course of this tour, you can you can explain to us what things are public, mm. what things are sort of with a ticket, and what, what things people should <laughs> stay away from because they're they're working spaces. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Well, the first floor, uh, um, the lobby is open for everyone. Um, we're open. The house is open um, um, according to um, Kunsthalle and the title shop's uh, schedule. And then the restaurant might have a bit more limited um, opening hours, especially now with the COVID situation. Uh, but uh, anyone can come uh, to the house, to the lobby, and um, we have the storyboard on, on the ground floor just behind you. Um, and they can, uh, using using this uh, storyboard or board, they can um, take a look at around... Uh, the pictures take a look at the pictures and and um the history of the house yeah read through the history that yeah. we talked about in the first part yes. of, the, yeah. of the podcast yeah, yeah so even if um, we don't have guided tours people can still uh, learn a little about the house and and what's the what has the process um been and and these boards here there's four sort of brightly colored boards and they're in finnish and english so yes. if there are non Finns, international visitors, they've all got yeah. the same the same kind of information. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And usually uh also the door to the uh workshop hall is open. 
um, and you cannot go to into the workshop spaces, but there's a lot of uh, glass uh, glass walls, so you can take a peek at the workshop spaces, and there's also um, these small um, um, exhibition um, gallery that presents um, the woodwork that um, the students have okay. done in okay. the classes. Maybe we can see and take, yeah. a, take yeah. a few pictures. So, from the lobby area, Eleanor, where's the first place that we should go and visit? We could go and see the workshop corridor or the hallway. Okay, let's do that. We're standing now in the in the arts and craft area, and we're looking at these. It's, it's interesting. The walls of the the workshop is kind of also doubles up as a display cabinet, so you can see him from from both sides and see that artwork. And the the wall itself is very industrial, kind of concrete, glass, and the, but then inside the the workbenches are pristine they're they're brand new i've never seen a workshop look look like this before it wouldn't look like that after i'd been banging and soaring away <laughs> for a while yes we are we are very proud of our spaces all of our spaces and one one like like one of the main ideas that the architect Teemu Hirvilammi and Anne Kaivoja they were responsible for planning um, they wanted to create different kinds of spaces here uh, and that's something that the visitor will see when visiting all of the spaces, different kinds of atmospheres. And yeah, here you can see what kinds of woodwork, also metalwork can be done here. And on the other side, that's where the little ones do their crafts and design works and, and also adults work there. And there's a few background noises because the building is starting to wake up at the start of the day, which is which is good. It proves that we're on on a guided tour and not just sitting around a table pretending. And we'll get some pictures in the in the blog post that goes with this, so people can see some of the things we're talking about. But it it makes these workshops almost into exhibits as well. Like people can come and see the different the different workspaces and. I don't know, it feels a little bit like you're walking through the art. The building is is the art as well. Yes, and this I feel that this place is very much the action space and the heart of the building because there are almost every day somebody doing something here. And back in the days when this building used to be a base factory that produced different kinds of textiles, this was actually the the space for the factory hall where I, the machinery was and and so forth i read about i read about that beforehand and it's now really difficult to imagine how this would have looked when the, the outside walls would have been the the actual space of the that the factory was positioned within now we have all this internal construction and it looks it looks very different yes it does it's yeah difficult to imagine especially here, what, what used to be. But then we have uh, spaces where it's more like present, the history, for example, uh, the halli, the hall, uh, the 
sort of bigger exhibition space of the Kunsthalle Seinäjoki. It looks very uh, industrial and military even. And this is this is further upstairs. Yes. So we'll find our way up there. Yes. Surely. Okay. We have had the privilege of uh, designing our own spaces. So um, basically, I think everyone uh, were on board before the renovation started. So um, all all the organizations have had their hours with the architects and with the builders. And uh, um, we've had the chance to discuss um, about our needs and our um, operations and um, and what do we need uh, from the spaces to be able to do our, our work um, the best we can. So does, does that give each of the different areas a different look or is it more about the functionality of, of how those spaces work? Yeah, I think it's about the functionality and then uh, the architect has have, um, Demo has had a, a strong vision of, oh. of uh, how um, he wants to present the building. And as Elena said earlier, all of the uh, floors have their own atmosphere and they all um, like portrait a um, different uh, time of the building and different states of the building. Okay, uh, where should we go next? Second floor, I would say. Before we do, I noticed this performance room named Kamio, and somebody mentioned this to me before we came today. So can you show me what's in there? Of course. We've walked into this room, which is red, red brick walls. Not a, not a huge space and then this red brick ceiling as well so we're in a in a brick room it's it's positioned well away from the the sort of lobby area we came down a short corridor i'm guessing it's against the outside wall of the the building here um and it's set up with a with a drum kit um it's a performance room but it's not huge so what is this space how is it used uh, well, this is the um, the rehearsal room uh, for the uh, Lohimo, that was the um, Children's Cultural Center. So basically, they um, do uh, music circus um, as their um, uh, arts, if you can say so. Um, so the bands can rehearse here, but then we've also used this um, in a small uh, concerts. Um, because it's a, it's a really nice nice looking um, room, and it's also the smallest uh, venue if you could use that word. Uh, so I think you can have from fifteen to twenty people here now. Then we're we've uh, keeping a keeping a secure distance yes. from each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. The University of the Arts, the Seinäjoki unit, uses this for different kinds of events, whatever they they have. And then there's a separate studio room next to this one, so it's possible to record stuff here. And that that's something that uh, Lohimo has been doing with the kids, so they, they do all kinds of projects here. It's a lovely space. I'm a bit of a, 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 bit of a sucker for a red brick wall. I don't know what it is. I like that kind of industrial look. Especially when it's inside, this is there's blue lights and it's nice and 
Mm. Nice and calm mm. until mm. somebody starts banging the drums. I guess it yeah, then yeah. gets a little bit yes. more yeah. hectic. So this cambio space used to be the boiler room uh, of the house. Uh, back in the days when we had the base factory, uh, I think at that time the uh, house was still um, uh, heated with wood. But then later on, um, um, this was the boiler room and the house was was uh, heated with oil. Yeah, and that's what we can smell. Yes. Yeah, even though we're wearing masks, I, I thought I could smell oil. But I didn't want to be rude and say that this, this lovely practice room smelt of oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a challenge. We've been uh, working on, on uh, eliminating that smell. Uh, hopefully... Um, We'll we'll get there because it's a so it's lovely room and it's a good size. But, and it, but it's part of the atmospherics and there's a story yeah. behind it. There's yeah. a reason yeah. behind it. So yeah. Okay, Eleanor, maybe we should head up to the second floor. Yes. Okay. We could make a stop here in the staircase of the building. This is actually a new space because the old staircase was too. Uh, steep okay. and couldn't be used. It, it wasn't safe for modern regulations and stuff. So we made a brand new one. And we also, or the city of Seinäjoki commissioned an artwork here. Okay. This is a ball of string, a hardwood um, sculpture by Tina Larsonen. She is a local sculpture that works with wood. So it's a wooden wooden sculpture that looks like it's um, a piece of knitted knitted fabric. Yes, and it resembles of the history of the house, and also the presence. What's going on? Yeah. So the, as I look up, there's three three sculptures, sort of square, rectangular shape that look like they've been look like woven woven yarn, and then there's a long. A uh, twisted piece of piece of wood, I guess, to look like a a loose a loose thread. This is the first part of it because it continues on each floor. Ah, okay. It's I'll... a bit different everywhere. Okay, let's head up then and see how it looks. Yes. On the next floor. So as we come up the stairs, there's the next the next part of the sculpture on the wall. people working putting signs up on the wall yes we are building a new exhibition upstairs on the third floor so lots of lots of building yeah okay and action going on so now on the second floor where are you taking us to first we are going to see Halli the hall which is the exhibition space of the Kunsthalle Seinäjoki and there's a completely different atmosphere to that space okay. than, than the previous ones. Okay. Is that Paivi? Hi, Pivey. It's Mark. Hello. <laughs> it's been a long time. Nice to see you. <laughs> okay, so 
maybe you can explain who that Päivi is. <laughs> Päivi Rintaniemi is having her solo exhibition here in this space, Kalix, uh, ceramic sculptures, and Päivi is actually here present at the moment taking pictures of her works. And that's one example of what we do. We um, produce exhibitions by local contemporary artists. And this is our other space for that. The other one is upstairs, Vinti. And this space, as you can see, is quite rough, military-like. Some people say that it's brutal. And when we decided that we actually want to keep it like this, some people really asked us, that, are you serious? <laughs> because our old exhibition spaces were really traditional, like white walls and stuff, like, like a very traditional gallery space. But we wanted to have something else here in the new space. And this, this works particularly well at the moment because a lot of the, the artwork that Ivy's got on display is white. And you have this grey walls, black display stands, and the, the art really stands out. Yes, that's one one of our most important program guidelines is thinking about the space and what kind of art really works here or or what kind of art brings something new to it or or you know plays well with the space. And our both spaces are very different, so we always have different kinds of exhibitions shown here. So we're here now in early 2021. Um, it's kind of still in the COVID period. We're still wearing our masks. Um, how long does this exhibition run? And what is the cost if somebody wants to come and visit this exhibition? Usually our exhibitions run for about three to four months. And uh, the cost is six euros. Okay. And then for pensioners and students, four euros. And also Museo Corti, the museum card, is valid here. Oh, and uh, the underaged, of course, they come in for... Under, under 18. Under 18, yeah. yes. And uh, every Friday, or every first Friday of the month is a free admission day. So then it's free for everybody. Ah, that's, in, that's interesting to know as well. Um, the, the six euros, is that for this exhibition or for the whole... The it's, whole for the, it's for both exhibitions. Yeah, okay, okay. That's not a huge amount to get the full experience at kind of another No, no, it's not. So this exhibition by the Rintiniemi is called Calix. Um, can you tell a little bit about that? Calix uh, is Latin and it means a bowl or a vase. Ah, okay. And that is, in a way, something that Paivi has done with the form of the sculptures. But also for her, it's a metaphor of life, you know. Is the vase half full or empty or something something like this? More of a philosophical question. And and I think actually Bive is an interesting artist, local here in Etelapochiama, South Ostrobotnia, um, and makes uh, not only artwork but also uh, homewares and and makes it from clay from the soil in Etelapochiama. So everything you see here 
really is from mm. here. It's a good example of a local local artist being shown in this in this fantastic new setting. Mm. This is the third uh, exhibition that we have in Halli, and all of those uh, three exhibitions have been really different. Like the first, the opening show um, we had, it was a Nordic collaboration. And uh, in that exhibition, uh, the space hardly was really dark. Uh, so we have these windows, um, about 10 windows in in this hardly space, which you can uh, either open or close. And that has a huge uh, influence on, on the feeling and atmosphere of the exhibition. Because there are shutters there, I can just see on the outside. Yeah. So you can close the shutters yeah. and have a completely dark space or let some natural light in. Yeah. Those were installed when the defense forces started to use this building as their warehouse. Okay. You can see the numbers above the windows. Okay, so, so they, every, they were every some kind entrance of, to the building was, was numbered. So. Yes, and, and some sort of code for which kind of stuff you could find here, tents or, or other, I don't know, what, whatever, <laughs> whatever things you would need in the military. Yeah. And then they would also just throw things out, out of the doors, open them and... Oh, because these, these are not just windows, they were, they were do yes. doors, mm. so the whole thing opened. Okay, yes. interesting. And we could theoretically use them if we have to load something in. We haven't done that yet, but there are possibilities. Yeah. So at time of recording, this exhibition has a few more, a few more months to run. And by the time it's published, there will still be some, <laughs> some months to run. So when you, when you're listening to this, if you're in, well, if you're in Finland, but certainly if you're in, South Ostrobotnia, it's well worth coming and uh, and checking out. It's, I've seen Pavi's work over the years, and I've got a bit of a soft spot for this this these vase types and the ball the ball pieces that shapes pieces that she makes as well. Yeah, they are really beautiful and uh, and unique, and uh, it's uh, astonishing to see what you can make out of the clay. Yeah. Um, we've already uh, released our summer's exhibition, right? Yes, we have. Could you tell something about that? Yes, I can. We have in this space uh, a Norwegian artist who now lives in, in the States, Anne-Kathrine Senstad, the Radical Light exhibition, which is all about light. Uh, neon, like fluorescent light and... Okay. And like a big light installation with some sound as well. Interesting. So that will make the space look completely different again. And it's a collaboration with an Estonian um, Kunsthalle or an art center, Kai Art Center. The exhibition was, was produced there and now it's, it's coming to us. It couldn't be more different, really, from what mm -hmm. we're looking at now, from these beautiful, ornate clay sculptures to a neon light installation. Okay, so we'll leave Ivy in peace to continue her photographs. Where, where should we head to next? We could go and see the Hugo venue. Yeah. Okay. So we've just moved to a, another space on the second floor, called Hugo Sully. Um, this is a 
bigger looking room, uh, very different design, black wooden panels on the walls and then a large red brick wall again at the, at the far end. What is this space used for? This is our venue space for different kinds of events and family gatherings like weddings and birthdays ah, and okay. conferences. This is maintained by the cultural services of the city, but also the restaurant um, rents it for companies and, and private private sector and the city um, rents it for rents it out for associations so you can have ag- events going on here with catering from Arella down downstairs yes it's an interesting space it almost looks like a performance space as well that that red brick wall at the end it has these these traditional black doors there it almost looks like a stage setting where where characters could come on and off on and off stage it's quite impressive looking space and again all the the modern technology is woven around the fabric of the original building the wooden the wooden beams and the i guess the wrought iron sort of features of the doors and things like that uh, yes, this is also uh, the the home venue uh, of our um, um, the University of Arts that has their office here. So um, they use it to um, have their concerts here. They usually have monthly monthly um, uh, performances. Are these are these public performances that yes. people can yeah. can come to see? Yeah. Yeah. It, so so. My thought that this was a place for performance was was not not far not far wrong. Uh, no, um, we've also had uh, theater um, performance days and all all kinds of uh, shows. Obviously, all the the calendar was uh, well booked um, when we opened, but then the mm-hmm. pandemic situation changed the setting. So uh, in a way, we're still uh, waiting for things to um, come normal again mm. so we can uh, see what uh, what we can do with this space because yeah. yeah. i believe that the, the it's um the possibilities are endless mm. and this venue uh is called the hugo sally hugo venue and uh, we wanted to name it after the um uh, factor entrepreneur uh, hugo grönlund uh, who uh, established the play, uh, base factory mm-hmm. to um, this house and we uh, even have a small uh, door um, up there that says Tehtailija uh, Hugo Grönlund and then there's the Ostra uh, Bosnian uh, base factory written there. So is that something that you've done or was that there? No that's originally? something that we've done. Yeah okay that's as, a, as a tribute. Yes. Yeah, as a tribute yeah. and also when we have uh, uh, workshops or, or camps uh, or house tours for kids, then we usually say that uh, Hugo is uh, living there. That's his uh, space up there. So he's kind of like watching okay. over us. Uh, I think ghost might be a bit intimidating, <laughs> but in, in a positive way, he's, yeah. he's watching over us. He's and, there and in spirit. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay.
But it's also good to have something to scare the children to make sure they behave yeah. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the house has history and loads of stories, so why not share it with mm. people? Mm. And we have a cat in the house as well. Yeah. It's, it's not a real one, but it's also present in spirit, so to speak. Moomau, our barn cat, because there, there has to be a cat in every barn, in Finland at least, probably also everywhere, everywhere else. And he's our mascot for children's events and any kind of content. We always build, build our things um, around the cat. Does this cat make, a, make an appearance? Is there somebody performing as a cat? Yes, it's a... A, a glove puppet? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Nice. And now? Where to? We could go to the third floor. We are building a new exhibition there, so I have no idea what's happening okay. there. <laughs> so there could be some artists working and, and stuff happening, but let's go and see. Yeah. Go and see, see the space. And it's good to see, for me anyway, to see the, uh, the work in progress. Yeah, yes. yeah, most definitely. And, and on, the, on the third floor uh, at the Vinti, you can see the round glass window that's uh, iconic, that the one that we also have in our logo of the house. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we are in the staircase, uh, approaching the third floor, and here you can find the third part of the sculpture, the ball of string. Yeah, and this is now the, the long... It looks like a, a ball of yarn mm -hmm. that's come, come apart a little. We have a lot of balls of yarn in our house, and... If the dog gets hold of them, then they tend to come apart, but otherwise Sato keeps them well under control. It's nice. It's almost like the, the yarn is sort of threaded through the, through the building from the third floor all the way down to the, to the first floor. Yes, that was the artist's idea. This is also a piece of art that anyone can see if they come and visit the house. So you don't have to pay tickets to the Kunsthalle. But this is something that you can you can enjoy for free. Some some art is there for every everybody. But as, as we were saying before, six six euros to come in and visit all the exhibitions is is good value. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're now in the exhibition space Vinti. We're on the third third floor, and this is a, a bit more traditional looking exhibition space. Elena, please tell me a little bit what we're seeing. In a way, the space is very traditional, but also as an exhibition space, it's quite unique. But a completely different atmosphere to anything else in the building. It's almost like a church-like space. Yes, with the, with the window and the wooden walls and, and the floor. You were talking about the window before. Pivy, and now we come into this space. It's bigger than mm -hmm. I was than I was expecting, and from even from looking at pictures of Karev and Navata before, it's it sort of takes up a large section in the middle of that of that end wall and lets a lot a lot of light through. Yes, and it also provides a lot of opportunities for the artists to either somehow enhance it, or some, some people would like to get rid of it. <laughs> so we will probably also see different kinds of installations in the future. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of the one of the features of being in Finland is that sometimes, certain times of the year, there'll be no light coming through there because it's basically dark mm. a lot of the, mm. a lot of the day, and then in the summertime, you're going to need some blackout blinds if you want to have a dark exhibit exhibition space. Yeah, but um, in in my opinion, um, the light actually changes a bit. Um, so you, the window looks different uh, during the evenings or in March than compared to autumn or or summer. Mm-hmm. So it has this um, different color or reflection. So it's really unique. And this next exhibition that we are building at the moment actually had the artist wanted to have that idea in there installation, uh, Jana, Jana Majala and Ville Linna. They are in a way observing the spring and the window and, and the light, how it changes over these next two months. That's one theme. Okay. So this exhibition is actually running from the 1st of April to the end of May 2021. Um, so two-month exhibition this this year. Yeah, we're changing the exhibition for summer again. Yes, uh, like I said, downstairs we we are going to have the large-scale light installation. And up here we are presenting young contemporary artists who use sextile as their technique. So it's also a bit of a collaboration with the Taito Association and, and also linked to the history of the house. Yeah, I was I was just thinking that it has that nice connection to to what this where this building was a hundred years ago or more. Mm, mm. We have a lot of wood uh, in this vintage uh, space, and also these uh, wooden uh, beams um, that are supporting the structures. But um, because of safety regulations. Uh, we had to uh, beef them up with uh, these uh, railway tracks. Well, so these these metal structure that's supporting the beams are actually railway railway yeah. tracks. Yeah, we are uh, really close to the railway, and also um, Petri Pihlaniemi, who owns the building, uh, who re- who've renovated it. Uh, he also did the uh, hotel restaurant Alma. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So Petri has um, a special bond with railway tracks and mm. red brick buildings yes. as well. It seems yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a theme going through his art yes, as yeah. well. Um, that's that's quite a nice connection when you when you know know about it. This is also. Um, Something that you can see um, on the second floor in uh, the Hugo venue, we've had the same same structure down there. We also visited the um, rehearsal room Gammio, and if you look up there and see the beautiful uh, ceiling, you can see these uh, railway tracks there also, and those are original ones. So they're running; it's running through the whole yeah. building. So that that technique was used. 100 years ago to support mm. that yeah, that yeah. ceiling yeah. so it's just echoing history yes really. yes yeah and you said this is a more spiritual place and i guess that's the the shape of the the room as well it's it's got pale wooden 
slatted, horizontally slatted walls, but they kind of go up to a point almost like a, a church yes. building. And then with the, with the big round window at the end, it, it does have that kind of feel. I think also you can hear it in the acoustics as we're, as we're talking. I can hear our voices echoing around the, around the room. And I like that with my podcast when we go on tours of places to get different sounds in different, different areas. We have had visitors who ha have um, asked us if they could uh, have their wedding mm -hmm. ceremony uh, organized here or if, if we could arrange it for them. But we're still uh, sticking to do the art exhibitions. But nowadays people get married in all sorts of places. This, this would seem to be one of the more sensible yeah. <laughs> ideas yeah. I'd heard of. It's nice, nice looking place and would look beautiful with the, uh, the phot photographs as yes, well. Yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've also opened uh, this uh, space a bit to um, uh, meetings or family gatherings. But all of that other activities besides the art exhibitions, they're all always done uh, on the terms of the present uh, exhibition. Mm -hmm. So first of all, uh, the Kunsthalle spaces, they are for art. And then if the exhibition allows it, then we can throw in other art um, programs or, or um, meetings or family gatherings. We've done um, at least two acoustic shows here, if I remember correctly, and those were um, uh, music shows that the University of Arts produced here. They were it, it sounded really nice. I think people really need to check out the website for Kalavanavat and find out what what events are coming up. It certainly opened my mind because I didn't. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm lucky if I want to learn about something, I find someone and say, "Will you tell me about <laughs> about your place?" Yeah. and and get to take a, a look. But that's what I'm trying to do with the podcast is kind of bring that to others as well. Yeah, I think it's also um, it's a um, challenge for us because we have independent organizations and actors in the house, and we're all. Uh, um, we have our own program and, and um, we are passing that message to our, our customers. Uh, so there's a lot of going on, um, but there's a positive side on that because whenever we have, for example, um, people who are going to um, the Taito Group's um, workshops, then they get to see our notice board to find out about our concerts or the exhibitions or or if you come by to have lunch in Arela, then you find out all these other other activities. Yeah, it's cross cross promotion between yes. the different the different yes. actors. Yeah, there, yeah. We definitely add value to one another. Okay, thanks to Elena and Baidi for the introduction to Kalavan Navetta and for the guided tour. Really appreciate it. Thank you. What would you say is the best way that somebody could come and experience everything that you've got to offer here at Kalevin Navetta? Um, well, my, my personal favorite is the Saturday brunch that Arela um, is offering. And after, after um, the lovely brunch, you can then visit the uh, exhibitions 
on, on the Kunsthalle Seiniöki on second and third floor. Um, and if you can't come on Saturdays, then maybe just uh, come by lunch or have a cup of coffee and then enjoy the exhibitions later on. So you have some great food because it's really, yeah. really good food. And then so you can feed your body and then you can feed your soul yeah. by walking around the exhibition. Definitely. Let's say a big thank you to Paivi and Elena for taking us on the tour of Kalavin Navetta. Wherever you're listening to this, Check your podcast player for the link to the show notes, which would include links to the blog post about Galavan Navetta, the video and photos from the day. It also includes any Finnish words that came up during the podcast and any other useful information. My YouTube channel, Explore Finland Radio Show, will have a version of the audio tour with photos. Glenn's YouTube channel, A Nordic Tourist, will have his familiar vlog style video from our visit. If you want to connect with me, I'm most active on Facebook, Explore Finland Radio Show, and on Instagram, at Mark Wiltshire, or on my website, explorefinlandpodcast.com. If you enjoy the show and you want to show your support, please take a minute to share this episode. You can spread the word to your friends on your social network of choice, let them know about the show, invite them to explore Finland with us. Also, if there's a subject you want me to cover in a future episode, contact me via the website or social media. I'd be happy to hear from you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.